What is it that you are maybe dragging your feet on? You know you're supposed to do it. It's like you have this feeling, this idea, but you're dragging your feet. I want to submit to you and suggest to you that perhaps you are in fear. I have a few quick tips, but there's also going to be an exercise. And, and for those courageous and bold people, the fear setting exercise. So I'm actually going to teach you not how to set goals, how to set fear. <laughs> so pumped about this quick little encouraging thought I wanted to give you guys. You know, so many people come up to me, actually somebody came up to me uh, at church on Sunday and just said, how do I get over fear? I feel so paralyzed by fear and stepping out and doing what I'm supposed to do. And they were actually telling me how not only they were feeling like this, but their child was feeling like this. And it reminded me of so many years that I experienced this fear that paralyzed me so, so much. I can't even tell you some of the things that I used to just be so freaked out about. I mean, everything. Like, I, I feared, you know, spiders. I feared heights. I feared planes. All these things. But most of all, I feared stepping out and doing some of the dreams and desires in my heart. And I am wondering, what is it that you are maybe dragging your feet on? You know you're supposed to do it. It's like you have this feeling, this idea, this feel like you have this thing in your gut you know you're supposed to do, but you're dragging your feet. I want to submit to you and suggest to you that perhaps you are in fear. Now, part of the battle of winning that is recognizing, A, that you're in fear, but also recognizing that that is not from God. One of the best revelations I ever received was hearing that, you know, in 2 Timothy it says, God has not given us a spirit of fear. So a spirit of fear is not from God. It's actually the opposite of what he wants you to experience, which is boldness, courage, faith, hope, love. All of these attributes are what the Holy Spirit wants to generate in you. So my encouragement, I'm going to give you three quick tips today about how to break intimidation and break fear because you need to be you need to be doing what God has placed in your heart for 2017, right? I mean, time is going to pass anyway, so let's spend that time radically obeying what God is asking us to do. I have a few quick tips, but there's also going to be an exercise. And, and for those courageous and bold people, it's actually called a fear-setting exercise. So I'm actually going to teach you not how to set goals, how to set fears. It's very, very cool, and it's like a breakthrough exercise. I've done it tons of times now over different things. So I can't wait to share that. They'll be right at the end of the video. But first, I wanted to share with you this quick scripture from Nehemiah. He was tasked to build this ginormous wall and it was like so overwhelming. Like it was in shambles, it was in ruins, and he felt like he was supposed to rebuild this wall. When he was in the act of rebuilding that wall, just starting, a group of people came and started saying some things to him. And in response to their comments, which I'll, I'll show what they are, he said, there is no truth to any part of your story. You are making up this whole thing. So what were they, what were they doing? They were trying to intimidate him from making any progress. But Nehemiah's response was, you are making this whole thing up. There is no truth 
to any part of your story. And then it goes on to say, he turned to his men and said, they are just trying to intimidate us, imagining that they could discourage us and stop the work. So I continued with even greater determination. So Nehemiah's clear ability to recognize that as a plan of the enemy, a plan set out for them to discourage him was his ability to say, absolutely not. Because of that, I'm going to do this with even greater determination. And I want to encourage you that, you know, you may have had a spirit of discouragement so far, maybe stepping into 2017. It hasn't looked like you thought it would. But know that that is just a tactic of the enemy. And once you recognize that and get clear on it, you can begin with even greater determination. The area that you may be feeling a little bit guilty in, a little bit like you've been dragging your feet, that's actually good. That's actually an indicator that the enemy is resisting you in that area and that you are supposed to do it. Stephen Pressfield says, the more scared we are of a work or of a calling, the more we can be sure we have to do it. So if you're watching this right now and you, you just feel scared, maybe you're not like, you know, crying on your bed. You're like, you know, you're not like, you know, big, crazy, big tears, you know, like ugly cry. It's not like that kind of thing, but you just are a little afraid of doing something. I want to encourage you. That's actually a fantastic sign because that's an indicator that you are supposed to do those things. One of the big things, if you're experiencing fear, you will notice that you will procrastinate on it. You will procrastinate on those things that you're supposed to do. And you procrastinate for three reasons. And I'm going to break these reasons down and tell you what you should, you should do about it. Okay, number one, you feel guilty and condemned. So you're procrastinating because you have a sense of guilt and condemnation that you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. Especially if you've tried something one time, it didn't work out very well, and you just feel kind of bad about it. You just kind of feel like, oh, I should have done that. I should have done that better. I can completely relate to this feeling. The quickest way that you can, you know, and here's the thing, especially if you've tried something once, the enemy wants to create a resume of failure for you in your mind to create a resume of failure when it was really only one incident. It really wasn't a big deal really was just a mistake or really nobody really noticed but he wants you to create a resume of failure when it was only one incident the quickest way to get out of this guilt and condemnation is to recognize that right now you are already forgiven before Christ when Jesus died for you on the cross he forgave you for past present and future sins in the scripture where it talks about being cleansed from unrighteousness it actually means you're being continuously cleansed so you're being continuously made new through Christ so there isn't any failure there isn't any past mistake in Christ it's all new all the time so you just start again because you are forgiven through Christ how great is that thank you Jesus right number two we're procrastinating and we're in fear because we are overly caring about what other people think this is a biggie, overly, now here's, the, here's something somebody told me one time that, said, that really helped a lot in this area. Get ready, sit down, grab a pen. Other people are not thinking about you at all. Drop the mic. Other people are not thinking about you as much as you think they're thinking about you. 
They're just not thinking about you. It's not because they don't love you. They love you. But we are hardwired to think about ourselves. So people, other people, they're thinking about themselves. So they don't even have any extra RAM in their brain to be really thinking a lot about what you might be doing. So that's actually a great thing because that means you can do all sorts of things. A lot of people won't even notice. Other people are like, wow, that's interesting. That's kind of neat. Or some people will be like, wow, what? Wow, she's just doing fantastic. Some people might be a little critical. Some people might come at you and say, who do you think you are for doing those things? But it doesn't matter because they're just thinking about themselves. Now, I'm not trying to say all of humanity is so self-centered, but you get what I'm saying? You are stopping doing many things that God's asking you to do and there's, for no reason at all. Other people are just not thinking about you. And that's fantastic. I mean, that's great, isn't it? Because that means you can just do stuff. You can just, you can just do it. It doesn't even matter how they react. Because you just have to, you just have to have the sense you're obeying God. It doesn't matter what other people are saying, okay? Or thinking, right? Because I'm not thinking about you. Number three, the other reason we procrastinate, stay in fear, is we have a, it's a, here, this is so fantastic. One of the greatest reasons, it's our third one, but I think it's the greatest reason, is we have a vague, nebulous feeling. What am I saying? I'm saying it's unclear why you're afraid. It's unclear why you're procrastinating. It's unclear why you're dragging your feet. It's, it's just unclear. And that's why you're not doing anything. And that's why you may be procrastinating or that way may be why you're in fear. It's a vague, nebulous feeling. Now, I'm gonna say that this may be the majority of the people out there and perhaps in our group that there's just a vague feeling you're just not sure like what you're afraid of so this is where I want to give this very quick fear setting exercise I love this I've even made my mom do this you make three columns okay you make three columns on your paper on the left column you're gonna put down you're gonna write all of the things that could go horribly wrong like horribly wrong if you do the thing you're thinking about doing. Maybe it's write a book, maybe it's start a blog, maybe you're supposed to have lunch or sign up to get coaching from with somebody. Maybe you're you know, just supposed to you know, reach out, send an email to somebody. Write down, whatever it is, you know what it is. I don't know what it is. You know what your thing is. Write down all the things that could go horribly wrong. They don't answer me, I waste money, people think I'm just you know, who do they think I am? People think I, you know, I'm, I'm showcasing myself, right? All the things down that you think could go horribly wrong. Listen, I know somebody that, especially with a business investment, there are things that you may think about doing that could cost money. So write down, I could, you know, or if you want to switch your job, th these are financial things that we also have to think about. So write down what is like the worst case scenario. You lose your job you lose all your life savings, that kind of thing. Write down the worst it could possibly go, okay? That's in the left column. In the second column, the middle one, determine ways that you could mitigate those outcomes. Mitigate those outcomes. Perhaps if it's a financial thing that you've invested money to mitigate it, maybe you would reconsider pivoting on a savings plan or 
bearing down to just your essentials. Or to mitigate it, you would call another friend before you have to do that just for emotional support. So to how to mitigate those consequences, the really, really, really bad ones, okay? I know one person who did this exercise and they, to mitigate one of their fears, they would say they would move back in with their mom and dad. So the outcome was like losing their savings, losing their home. So in the middle column, it was to mitigate it was they were gonna move back in with their parents. So that's one, that's one idea that you could put in. And I'll, again, I'm gonna do with this exercise too, so you can see mine. Okay, in the third column, Okay, so in the third column, what you're gonna do is how you would recover should those things happen. How you would recover, how you would build back, how you would regain confidence if somebody didn't respond or email you back. How, how would you recover if those things happened? All of these things are meant to help you get crystal clear on really what are you afraid of. What are you, what do you have that vague sense of fear about? And in closing, there's a quick little story about somebody who did this exercise. But once you get clear on these things, I, no doubt, it's going to become radically obvious to you that it's going to be okay. It's just going to be okay. So whatever it is, just know it's going to be cool. It's going to be fine. There's one gentleman who did this, he was terribly afraid of swimming. He had never ever learned how to swim and he was in his 30s. And he just had a, he just never swam. He just never went to the pool, never went to the beach, just avoided it. But knew like, you know, I'm a grown man, I should learn how to swim. That should be like something I should do. So he did this exercise and when he did it, it occurred to him in column three that he could learn how to swim in the shallow end. It just, that idea had not occurred to him that he could learn how to breathe and how to stroke in four feet of water. He could learn how to float. It had not occurred to him and that he could do it. Like in four feet of water, he was still gonna be afraid, but like he could figure it out, even if he never left the shallow end. But that didn't occur to him until he did this fear setting exercise. So my encouragement to you is also, it doesn't have to be as traumatic or as scary if you want to get started in one of these things, God's put it on your heart, you could just start in the shallow end. Could just take baby steps, but you will be making progress and that is going to feel awesome. Okay? Know that I love you. I think you're fantastic and you are going to live your dreams. Love you. Bye.